What's good, everybody? It's your man, Brother Red, back at you with another episode of No Vultures. This segment is called Why All the Hate for Deion Sanders. And I'm live in the uh, studio with my man, the Docs. Docs, what's good, man? Man, I'm taking over this segment, Joe, for the red. We ain't going, we, we, we done with the small. These people got to stop this, man. They got to stop, got to stop the slander and the, and the inner, inner, inner their heart hate on this man, Dion. That is, 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 is coming to a point to where we are own worst enemy. We can't just be happy for our own, for nothing in the world. Romani Jones, he has some good points, but the point I think he's missing is who really watched that classic HBCU football game every year? Who really watched that game on TV? Well, and I think the point that Dion was saying too was like, um, you know, and I think Bomani, he, you know, and I, I don't know, did he go to a HBCU? Is he? Clark Atlanta. Yes, sir. He did. Okay, so he's, I'm sure he knows the histories of all the bowls and stuff because I didn't go to HBCU, so I can't front. Now, I know growing up, I always watched the one that would typically come on NBC, but that was like the Grambling. That was Grambling and Southern. You know, yeah, that's it. That's the one he talked yeah, about. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, see, now that one, yeah, you know, brother, you know, watching, I watched that one. Like, okay, I always know Grambling and Southern, you know, because I grew up in the era with Eddie Robinson, you know, so it's just respect. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, Grambling football, you know what Eddie Robinson means to college football, period. You know, this guy had the most wins until uh, what Bobby Bowden got him, you know. So, so, you know, just as being a brother and you play football, if you grew up in the 80s and you know, you know, you should know Eddie Robinson and have some type of respect just for that, if nothing else. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I understand where you're coming right. from. And thing with Bomani Jones, there's a couple points, and I'm more fine-tuning. You know, I had an issue with him because a lot – and it's not just him. I think in coaches in general, and I'm more, you know, leaning towards the players on most things, uh, but one thing about uh, coaches I think is a big misnomer that they all get clipped on and everybody – gets this hit including Dion he's getting it a lot is well you're selling this uh kid for four years at a school and you might not be there which is not actually true and now anybody that has received a scholarship to play NCAA athletics then you know you're on a one-year deal at a time and it's been like that I know I came out in like 94 and it was like that then so I and it was like that before then. So that was like like that really is something that was like up until like the eighties to a point. But then once the nineties came, man, everything was a year. If you don't perform, guess what? The coach can say, you know what? Uh, we're gonna have to let you go. So if you're uh, especially oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. If you're a junior and you're not in heavy rotation and starting. And Are you getting you, injured? yeah, or you've been injured, or you just better be one hell of a locker room dude, and like an academic, you know, somebody that is just like, hey, we we can keep him around because he, he makes the team look good. But a lot of them dudes ain't, so they find ways to let you wash out, whatever. But yeah, it's one year at a time, 
There's an exit interview everybody takes at the end of the year. And you you everybody. re yeah, you re up for next year. And they, you know, smaller schools, you might get parceled out. So you might get more money, you might get less, you might get none. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you know, you might get a full. It depends on who you are and how good you are. At at the higher levels, it's full or nothing. And some cats, especially now with the portal, like Dion told them, peace. But why is it now for the Reds now that Dion? But see, coach has been doing that, you know, behind closed doors, Docs. You know, that's, they they had the exit interview, and it's either it, yeah, it's either we expect to see you back, you know, in a few weeks for summer stuff and all that, or uh, yeah, peace. <laughs> well, but why haven't these guys talked about Nick Saban and Urban Meyer and the guy from Clemson? And all these coaches, why do they get a pass? They get a pat on the back here and there. But Dion, it's like it's every day now, every sports commentators always talk about now. That's the problem I have. Well, I think another thing that um that I just laugh at because it's like, you know, I we love sports, you know, but you know what? I I think I love my people, our people and humanity more. In sports, and I have to ask people in Mississippi a question, and particularly black folks today. Are you more upset about Deion Sanders leaving Jackson State or Brett Favre, Marcus Dupree, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, and was it the governor? Who else was in cahoots with Favre stealing all that money the from the welfare uh, from Mississippi? You know, Bomani. And see, that's what, you know, that's that's the thing, you know, the great thing about sport, not really necessarily the great thing always, but, you know, things like this can divert attention. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah, like, you know, because this is like, people are talking about this more than just in the sports arena. You know what I mean? They're talking about Deion Sanders and, and black culture. And, and again, what like you said, it's on a negative note. Like, I played you that clip that I showed you I listened to from the dude on the uh, internet. Yeah. You know, and yeah. hey, man, uh, the Caucasian brother was right. <laughs> you know, I was reading before I got on with you, and Dion alone has generated for the city and the state of Mississippi and Jackson 10 to 30 million. Wow. Just from him being there, your city and state generates 10 to 30 million from extra visitors from extra visitors coming to the state to, to want to see your what's going on are up, your, up, your flights are flying in your restaurants are crowded and you're complaining well you know and the thing is is like this dude and i'll send you the clip so you can like watch his thing and i'm sure you know and i sent you another clip where dion was talking about and something that's a a little secret that uh, a lot of the HBCU coaches, because they have so much pride in their schools and they don't want to bring nothing, no bad attention. Because uh, I think it's it, it, it's kind of, you know, it's one of those things where you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. And so, right, yeah. and so what's happening is, and Dion said this, you know, athletic budgets are getting clipped for other stuff, um, you know. Uh, and sometimes, you know, and the thing is, at least at Jackson State, it seems like, is this stuff going towards the total campus and, and helping all the other students, or is this going to other people's pockets? Because, you know, there was some stuff they was talking about 
they they go pretty deep in there where they were talking about you know uh, certain parts uh, incentives of his contract that was supposed to get kicked in. You know, if he won certain amount of games, well, he hit all those, never got paid. The money's supposed to be there. Well, where's it at? And see, those are things that he'd been complaining. Like you said, he'd been complaining about that for how long, Docs? About four or five years now since he's been there. Well, he's so, been there three. He's been there three. You know, so. For three years. So he's been playing about for two years. So for two whole years, they've been stealing money from this man. And, you know, week in and week out, they're averaging 40,000-plus people at these games. Well, the thing is, is also um, he's essentially um, doing – Basically, managing a lot of hats, a lot of hats, much more. And you know, cats can say what they want, but much more than probably the average coach at that level of play is is right. juggling, and he's doing it on one hundred fifty thousand dollars because he's given up the predominantly most of his salary to upgrading the facilities. Even when he left, he left that place in a far greater state than when he found it. And I thought that was always the goal of any coach is you leave something better than what you founded. So if you leave a foundation of bedrock and you can move on, like that's one thing I think is forgotten in all this. Uh, is it safe to say that he probably upgraded everything that has to do with JSU athletics? You know? Yes. Is, is that fair? Easy. Easy. Every school, though. Every school has an upgrade now. Right. Well, and so, you even see that um, – Look, I, hey, TSU still got hey, Eddie George, no slouch, you know. Now, can he do what Prime did as far as getting the recruits and then producing on the field at that level where you're going eleven and one or ten and two, and you're putting you know double digit you know victories in the bank? You know, we'll see. But you know, yeah. uh, I, I understand a little bit. Maybe because, you know, I didn't know that Colorado would be the best fit. Because I'm like, man, it's going to be harder maybe to recruit. But Dion might feel like he's a national brand and he can travel anywhere. He's like, hey, I'm Dion. I'm national. I can travel anywhere. But the reason why he's going there is because USC is about to leave. Right? And USC leaving? Well, I was going to say, both USC and UCLA are leaving. So, the, the and, okay. you know, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Pac-12, you know, Colorado could find themselves back into the Big 12 within a few years. So the they, Big 12 was talking so about they, expanding, you know. So who do they so – so who does the Pac-12 have besides Dion? Well, exactly. And so, and, you know, the Big 12, you know, and, and Colorado's familiar with the Big 12, and honestly, they've been terrible in the Pac-12. You know, they, they were so probably glad, a better Big 12 team than they were a Pac-12 team. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's good that he went there because – there's no expectation on him. Well, they've got a lot of high expectations, but I think that they're probably going to give him a little bit longer leash than three years. Three well, to five well, years. well, 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 he got a, what a five-year deal. The last coach they gave yeah. him four out of five, so I think he'll, they'll give him at least a full recruiting cycle. Like they'll give him a full. I, I, I don't think. I think. I think it's going to be two. You got to give him two cycles. You got to give him two. Well, that's, you're talking about eight years. Well, you're talking about eight years. Two full recruiting cycles is eight years. I think they give him at yeah, least yeah. four. I think they'll give him at least four. Unless, unless, unless they're okay. just unless they're garbage. Now, if they come out and let's say they go uh, next year, let's say they go like four and six to six. Well, no, no, okay. that's bowl. No, that's bowl eligible. Let's just say yeah. Let's say they go four and eight, then they come back with like a 
a three and nine, and then maybe they go like ten and two, and then that fourth year they're sitting at like like you said maybe a six and six or seven and four. Then do you look at him and say, okay, do we move on or do we keep chugging? So his son is a junior, correct? Only thing is, I gotta be honest. You know, I that's one thing I did not like about his statement to the team as far as just saying, now, is his son probably better than anybody else they have at quarterback on that team currently? Yes. Without but even just saying – Oh, yeah, so yeah, that, yeah, that team is – but the thing is, is, you know, his son is pretty good. But, um, yeah, bro, we're going to find out. Real quick, we're gonna find out, out. yeah, because I gotta be honest with you now. He's like I say, he's pretty good, but man, he you know, like just just be saying he's starting flat out. Man, look, bro, uh, there's some kids in high school that will light your son up. That I'm sorry, they they will is better than your son. Honestly, there are freshmen out there, or there's high school kids, I don't know. What his, you know, all his recruits said, but there are high school freshmen who incoming that are better than your son that you could probably recruit if we just want to be truthfully but honest. Have, but he's gonna have the best and, the best and the transfer done. and That's- the and thing and honestly the transfer portal, dude. Like I'm sorry, yeah, let your door let your door transfer, but dude, come on, man. Like there are there are better quarterbacks. Than his son in the portal, period. And if he's not going after them, if he doesn't go after no competition, I now he's gonna go get a quarterback and a running back and three receivers. Well, he needs to get well. well, He needs to make sure he gets some big boys in the trenches. That that was the one thing he said about Jackson State. He's like, hey, we got the skill guys, but we don't have up front to even think about trying to really compete with a D1 because... Oh, he's going to get all of that. Brother Red, he's going to get all of that. We, we, I'm not worrying about his recruiting. It's the beef. He's going to get that. You got to have the beef. Gotta, it's going to... The tail, the tail of the tape, because I think he'll get the skill guys, but the tail of the tape is going to be the beef. It's going like to be the uglies. I was telling my other buddy, I was telling my other buddy, Brother Red, I say, I'm glad he did this, because in the next year, Nick Saban and all them boys, they true colors are going to come out when they stop getting these D tackles. Well, they're going to be, they be like, oh, he's paying them. No, no, no. But he's just, oh, he's doing it. But the thing is, it's not necessarily paying. It's just the NIL. He's able to, uh, what they call leverage. Well, yeah, he's able to yeah. leverage his contacts to assist his program, which, hey, it, that's part of the game. And I like it. And that's why I say I'm glad he went Division One because it's going to shake everything up. It's going to shake up the the common old white guy, Nick Saban, walks into your home, and he just can look at you, and you're going to sign with him. Not no more. Well, hey, I tell, you, no I, more. I, I, well, I tell you what. Now college football, now the big boy level, you got another A1 class um, shit talker because, you know, Hey, yeah. hey, let let him and Lane Kiffin butt heads over recruit. You know they're gonna be talking cash money. Ah, you know, Lane Kiffin. Hey, Lane Kiffin like ain't gonna back down. Lane Kiffin gonna talk some mess. <laughs> I can't wait. And like Dion said, he met with ten boosters. 
and they ready. Oh, well, Colorado, so well, Colorado got, the, got some money. I mean, the folks up there got some money. Yeah. They got some money. So, yeah, he got so – I'm glad he got the money. He got the backing. I just can't wait to see this recruiting stuff go on now. It's going to be a lot of guys every day in the news now. Well, well, hey, did you see who he kept? He only kept one coach from the staff. I'm glad. You, you know who? It, you know who it was? Get, you know who it get was? Your media, get your loser that way for me. You're you happy to be losing one team. Well, do, you know who it was? The the uh, OC, the legendary Darian Hagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As he should. That was my guy. Yeah, as he should. That's the best thing going. Yep, yep, yep. So I, I just can't wait to see the landscape of football coming up in this well, next in this next this well, next well, frame. Well, I tell you I what. I, I, well, I tell you what. One one thing I think, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just call my little shot. Colorado may have I, well, I'm going to say it they're probably going to have their biggest crowd ever at their spring game they're probably going to have the biggest crowd they've ever had ever and you know they're going to have like the most eyes they've ever had as far as television eyes media eyes on them on their spring game so and see that stuff that's like immediate that like you know that Dion brings to the table. Yeah. And that's what I can't wait for, Joe. I can't wait, Brother Ray. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. This is the best football season coming up. I'm trying for Colorado just because. Well, you know, I was going to say, you know, I love my Sooners. But I don't know. that. I just don't see the road to coming back, man. Because, Man, Norman's way out in the middle of nowhere. Folks kind of funny out that way. It ain't like it used to be when Barry was running things where, you know, brothers is like, you got to take care of. Barry was running things, brothers got to take care of. You know, like, it's like kind of like, remember how Jeff City was? Like, we'll call you a nigger. Now, uh, we don't like you niggers. Now, our niggers, we love them. You know what I mean? We love you, our yeah, we love our niggers. You ain't going to do nothing to it. You know, now. Yeah, the rest yeah. of y'all. We love Yeah, yeah, fuck the rest of y'all, but we love our <laughs> Love Enoch. We love Enoch and them boys, but we don't love y'all Columbia boys. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I'm going hey, Now, hey, oh, hey, my boy, you say you play ball for Oklahoma? Oh, oh, hold on. He played ball for, he played ball for Barry. Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah he played ball for Barry. Oh, 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 oh he, hey, 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 get your black ass on out of here. Now, you tell coach I took care of you. Y'all make sure y'all win on Saturday, nigger. what? Right, and they're gonna win the Pac-12 in two years. Ooh, well, you know what? He's gonna bump heads with Lincoln Riley, so I hope he, I hope he beats Lincoln Riley because he he left my Sooners. And you know what? If he stripped. That's one thing that people forget. He stripped them clean. He he did what he took the best receivers, the quarterback, took a running back, dude. He stripped OU <laughs> and sent everybody else else. Yeah, everybody else went to the league, and then he took everybody else that's coming back. All the best ones, we out. He told everybody, where you want to go? I'll send you there. Don't worry about nothing. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he, like, cause you could tell, man, like, he stripped OU clean, dude. And I, I don't know, man. Well, thing is, I don't, I don't see, I don't see, I, you know what? I hate to say it, and, and man, I hope I'm wrong, but I think 
my beloved Sooners may be going the way of the Cornhuskers. And Brent Venable wasn't the coach I needed. Well, you know who I wanted, but you know they didn't. I don't think they offered enough money, and they I don't think they really honestly put a push for him. But you know, I want to dab out. Shoot, for, you got to shoot big. I don't, I don't like Dabo. But I don't think he would leave. I, I think he plays well for Oklahoma. I think, I think he, for Oklahoma, he's the right type of coach. But I don't think he was ever going to leave. Dabo don't He don't want to pay the kids. So I don't like Dabo. Dabo wants to get paid, but don't want to pay nobody else. Well, yeah, you know what? That probably plays better than South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's why he's going down the drain. His team is fighting for Steelers. Well, you know what? You know what? You know what? There is a lot of validity, or it could, I'm sorry, it could be a lot of validity to what you're saying there because, yeah, they've slowly kind of crept from being a perennial, you know, always creeping in that top four to now. It's like now they're kind of like where OU was. Remember how OU was like, eh, you're, you're there, but yep. you're, it's now OU's not going to be there anymore. They're going to be like Nebraska pretty soon where it's just like, man, y'all, y'all are hot yep. garbage. I hate to say now, it. Now, when you're going to play. It's a big ball game playing Syracuse. Syracuse is a big ball game, Clemson. I know y'all falling off. Yeah, see, that's why, you know, and honestly, like, dude, OU's best win was against Nebraska this year. So that tells you how yeah. good their season was. That's a, a bitter yeah. rival, but that's the best win. And when they leave and go to the SEC, they might not win five games. Well, they'll be, you know what? They'll be right there with your Tigers. <laughs> Brother Red, I'm done with this podcast. Man. <laughs> Time to go. Yeah, but you know what? That at least, at least my Sooners got a whole lot of history behind us. His, his goose eggs over there on the other side. So what? When's the last con- hey, when's the last conference championship the Tigers even had in the Big That's Eight? The when was the last? When was the last Big Eight? Because I know you didn't have none in the Big Twelve. When was the last Big Eight? Conference championship the Tigers had. You're, you're 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 hating, brother Red. That's what you call <laughs> statement. Called, Why are you hating? And you're hating. So I'm done with the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Doc is getting off in here because we brother out. Red is hating <laughs> on my beloved Tigers. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? I love a lot of the players from the Tigers. You know, I love Phil Bradley. I love uh, uh, James Wilder. I mean, shoot, uh, heck, Corby. I like Corby. Um, I like Devin West. Um, uh, I like the little rah rah white dude, the running back, uh, Brock Olivo. You know, he would, yeah. you know, he yeah. he just run to a wall, but hey, he's fun to watch. You know, so it's not that I don't, <laughs> yeah, he, he, no vision. I run the ball hard. I just run hard, run hard, run hard, run hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Just, just get run hard. No vision. Just come on. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But hey, right. you know, and, and the little <laughs> TJ Mo, I like them little rah rah. Hey, TJ Mo, man. Yeah, see, we got TJ Mo. So you know, I, I like the Tigers. TJ Mo. We are the Tigers. Yeah. Well, yeah. I fight song to you. Oh, but you know what? Um, like I said, I like the Tigers. But you know, I I grew up on Jamel Holloway. I'm sorry, I grew up on that's the, the best of the best. I grew up on the mink. Yeah, I, mean, I grew up on the mink coat the on the sideline. That's that's what the, to me that was so that was the dopest shit. You know what I'm saying? He had a mink on the sidelines. And I was at them. I was at them games of seventy-seven zero. Oh and, god! Well, you know what? And the thing is, with I, the zoo, they always had the hard luck. Remember the fifth down fiasco? I was at 
I got Jerry and Hagen chin strap, and I got Eric B. Anime's uh, wristbands. And then, and then I still got them. And then, and then you remember the uh, game against Nebraska where they kicked the ball up in the air, dude. Like I'm like, how do you, how do referees not cheat for you in your own stadium? Your own stadium. <laughs> that's in your the, own stadium. That's See, that's the level of disrespect. I'm saying, I guarantee you that would never happen in like a legit football school state. Like the referees wouldn't have a nuts. To do that, yeah, facts. They wouldn't have had, yeah, facts. They wouldn't have chance to do that. Yeah, you think they're gonna do that in Death Valley and LSU at all? Exactly. Yeah, but they'll do it at Faro Field, <laughs> right? All right, man. So we're out. We'll catch you back on the flip side. This is Brother Red and the Docs. No vultures. Do the knowledge. Peace.